and welcome to IAB Europe's podcast, Digital Dawn, the podcast that brings insights and learnings from the digital advertising and marketing industry to light, to spark new ideas into existence and help our industry to thrive. I'm Lauren Wakefield, Marketing and Industry Programs Director at IAB Europe, and in this episode, I talk to Flora Reynolds from the Creative Solutions team in Europe at TikTok. We talk about the wonderful world of TikTok and how this has evolved over the last 12 months, dive into creators, discussing what they are and how brands can use them, and also explore the newly released Buyer's Guide to Creator Marketing on TikTok that was created in collaboration with IAB Europe. So wherever you are or whatever you're doing, we hope this episode gives you great insight into the TikTok platform and helps you learn more about the phenomenon that is creator marketing. So hi, everyone, and welcome to our Digital Dawn podcast, where this week I'm very delighted to welcome Flora Reynolds of the Creator Solutions team, Europe at TikTok. Welcome, Flora. Hi. Hi, everyone. So we like to start the podcast off with just something a little bit fun. So just in a few short words, what's been sort of the peak of the week for you so far? This is a tough one. And I think I'm just going to break it down into two. Definitely the first peak of the week was that I got to go to a pub on Tuesday, which really felt like a Excellent. novelty, just being allowed to do that. And then I definitely think the second peak of the week is being here. It was very fun for a Great. Friday afternoon. Well, we're definitely very delighted to have you here. So that's good to hear. Okay. So just before we dive into sort of the wonderful world of TikTok, I briefly mentioned at the beginning that your role at TikTok is in the creator solutions team. Can you tell me a bit more about this and what it means? Yes, absolutely. So the Creator Solutions team is TikTok's bespoke creator service, and we facilitate commercial opportunities between creators and brands, but in all sorts of ways, all sorts of weird and wonderful ways. And our goal, obviously, is to make sure that TikTok is a great destination for creator and brand collaborations in whichever context that may be. Brilliant. Sounds great. So TikTok is sort of one of the fastest growing social media networks in the world. So it was launched in 2016. Um, The app allows users to create short videos with music, filters and other cool features. And it's really exploded in popularity over the last five years. I think you've got now, is it about 100 million monthly active users in Europe? So I noticed that you joined TikTok in February 2020. Can you tell us a bit about TikTok and your time there so far and how maybe you've seen it evolve a bit during that time? Yeah, I mean, I joined just before the start of, well, this whole kind of year that we've just had. Yeah, um, And right, I actually started in. in the office. <laughs> but I started in the office actually meeting people. But obviously that did very quickly change. And we, of course, kind of went straight into working from home and, you know, this Zoom life that we're all living currently. At the time, you know, I a pocket full of office snacks and I just thought that would tide me over for those two weeks that we'll be mm. at home. And obviously we're still here. But the way that TikTok itself, I think, has changed in that time has been so crazy to watch and be a part of. It's really kind of gone from my friends saying to me, oh, maybe I should download it now that you work there, to now I think like so much of our vocabulary is, oh, I saw this thing on TikTok. Literally kind of just becoming part of our sentence and part of everything that we say to each other day to day. So I think watching the whole world talk about it and be a part of it has just been so exciting. I think as well, from a creator standpoint, the creators have joined and grown as well on the platform in the past year. Just the content we're seeing even now versus this time last year and the creativity that's kind of coming out of every video is just really, really exciting to watch. Yeah, definitely. It's amazing how much you say like things can change in sort of, you know, a year to 
what we are now sort of yeah sort of the 16 month mark so yeah amazing to kind of hear how that's evolving so quickly and you kind of mentioned obviously how popular it's becoming and everything and TikTok has fundamentally changed the way people are interacting online what would you kind of say differs TikTok and kind of makes you really resonate with audiences? I mean, I think for me, the kind of the biggest difference and I think the biggest difference that will actually have the biggest impact on how we consume and interact online is that TikTok is so much more real than other platforms. It's really about sharing your real life and not this kind of glossy facade that I think we're used to elsewhere. I think even for me, uploading to other platforms, I really think about what I look like, what I'm uploading and that kind of persona that I'm giving off. But on TikTok, got no problem uploading with no makeup, not washing my hair, just kind of speaking to the camera, no filters. So I think although, you know, even on TikTok, we have such amazing creative content that is kind of really high quality, that realness also always wins. I think that's so important. Even just kind of an example recently, one of my favorite creators of the moment, is um, a US creator called Victoria Paris and she's just hit a million followers after being on TikTok for five months. Um, She, yeah, it's just insane. She can upload kind of like 15, 20 times a day, but her videos are literally just her straight up talking to the camera, talking about her day, her outfit, her meals. It's just kind of, it feels like a very, very different way to connect with audiences and connect with that community. Yeah, and like you say, I guess it's kind of a little bit more sort of authentic and that realness allows people to kind of, I guess, relate to it every more because it's a bit more everyday. Like you say, you're not overly conscious of, of, of what you're looking like or that kind of thing. So it's it's a bit more, yeah, sort of relatable, I guess, in that sense. And amazing how quickly she managed to accumulate quite so many followers I'll have to check her out (laughs) yeah no definitely I think I just think it kind of like speaks volumes you know that kind of realness and that unpolished look and also that interaction with community which I think is obviously so so important on TikTok and I think really really kind of adds in and completely kind of changes a creator's trajectory on the platform yeah definitely and you know obviously we're sort of talking about how you can kind of accumulate audiences and things. And it's kind of, you know, audiences often will always kind of attract brands. And, you know, TikTok is a great platform for brands to be able to connect in that kind of real way, but also in kind of like fun and innovative kind of ways with people. So I don't know, can you kind of share maybe how you're currently working with brands on that level and maybe some of the solutions that you have available for them to reach and engage with these sort of, you know, really engaged audiences that are there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think brands are kind of getting involved in lots and lots of different ways. And you'll see that currently a lot of brands are joining TikTok, which is super, super exciting. Brands are really, really now kind of growing on the platform and I think really understanding it a little bit more. And I think in terms of solutions, we've obviously kind of got lots of different ad products to reach our users in a different way. So we've obviously kind of got our hashtag challenges platform, which are so incredibly popular. And I think they just have such a huge impact across the platform that you kind of don't see anywhere else. I think making sure that you've kind of got a whole plethora of different routes in is really, really exciting. And you sort of touched upon there a little bit around the sort of hashtag challenge and it's sort of ideas that go around on TikTok. Can can you explain a little bit more about maybe what that's about for maybe some of the listeners that aren't familiar with the platform so much and, and want to kind of learn a bit more about what that might be 
yeah what that might look like (laughs) yeah absolutely so hashtag challenge on the platform is essentially a branded challenge that brands can get involved with and sponsor on the platform and they can take over for a whole week and it's the trending challenge on the platform you'll kind of see it everywhere you'll see it trending in the discover page of course and um, you'll see lots of creators getting involved and it's really a chance to kind of get your brand challenge your brand campaign out there but on a bigger scale obviously as well you can use an amalgamation of our other ad products to really kind of boost that on the platform and also of course combining that with working with our creators which we always always recommend for something like that great sounds fantastic there's obviously a a lot of cool and interesting things that brands can do there what advice would you give to brands and planners if they're kind of looking to do their sort of first campaigns with tiktok can you kind of recommend anything to start with that they they can think about yeah definitely I think my biggest piece of advice and I say this over and over again is literally just to forget everything that you know about working on any other platform I think having it forefront in mind that TikTok is so totally different all the time is very, very important. I think as well as that, leaning into it, leaning into TikTok and really doing something that fits the platform. That's how you'll kind of reap the rewards from it. Not, you know, I think we've seen kind of like a lot of people in the past kind of dipping their toe in or going a little bit in. I don't think that that kind of brings that, you know, incredible engagement that you could be getting when you really kind of let go. And also I think within that, making sure that you you're taking the time to look and learn from the platform, you know, making sure it's actually a very native campaign and it is something that our users and our creators are going to be interested in. I think that's definitely a really, really key piece of advice. Make sure that you have looked at the platform, you've been on it, you've kind of had a little bit of a look around. And I guess um, you've always got people on hand as well to help with these first campaigns and things for anyone that's got questions and things like that. Yes, 100%. Yeah, there's always somebody at TikTok on hand um, to definitely answer any of those questions and, and kind of help shape that and help shape your campaign and kind of help shape your first route and your first dive in 100%. Brilliant. And you know, briefly talked about the, the sort of hashtag challenge, but do you have any examples of brands that people can sort of learn from or, you know, have there been some really successful campaigns over the last few months that you can perhaps share with our listeners so we can get a bit of a feel for what this might look like? Yeah, definitely. I think one of my favorite brands, like piece of brand work that's come out of the last few months and kind of really, really, I think it's just ahead above the rest is Little Moons. And Little Moons, for anyone who doesn't know, it's the little mochi balls, little mochi ice cream balls. Um, And I... Yeah, they're amazing. They they taste really nice as well. But I think they, it kind of really epitomizes what TikTok can actually do for brands. So they absolutely kind of took off a little earlier in the year when I would say kind of every other video on my For You page was creators heading out to go and try and find and buy Little Moons and kind of find out where to purchase them, you know, looking to see where they were, where they were in stock. And Little Moons kind of really, really capitalized on this, but it was in a really organic way. So they created content that was so incredibly TikTok native it just looked like another piece of community content but all importantly they let users know where it was they were stocked so they let people know they were being stocked in Tesco obviously then of course kind of driving more sales and it was really really simple the content was very simple it wasn't produced it wasn't kind of a you know a big produced piece it wasn't very forced they utilized things like really native tools on the platform like a green screen and they just had a piece to camera of somebody heading out to buy them from their local Tesco but by joining that conversation themselves they ensured that that initial hype stage 
age didn't die down I actually still struggle to find any little moons in stock <laughs> to keep looking out for them <laughs> keep looking out for them but yeah I think just an amazing example I think another brand for me that again really stands out and one actually I was lucky enough to be part of on the platform is ASOS They've actually now done a couple of hashtag challenges with us. And the way that they get TikTok is just really incomparable. I think the challenges they create are so native and within the zeitgeist. And they really kind of show how to get the audience and be cool without looking like you're trying. I think that's it. That's And you touched on with the Little Moons thing as well about the sort of, you know, the raw again, that sort of authentic feel to the kind of content that's being created. And then the fact that there's not really any sort of limits or boundaries to where the campaigns can go just makes it sound like a really exciting opportunity for brands. Yeah, absolutely. I think, like you said, you know, there's no limit to where these campaigns can go. And I think that's what does make it so exciting. Great. Well, that was a nice little deep dive into the wonderful world of TikTok. That's a thank you for sharing that. Um, so, one of the things that we're kind of keen to talk to you about today is you've just released a buyer's guide to creator marketing on TikTok, which was actually created in collaboration with IAB Europe. So for those of you who aren't familiar, the guide dives into the world of creator marketing, discusses what it is, how it came about and shows advertisers how they can use these new tools to engage with audiences. So obviously we've just been talking about creators a little bit. So if we kind of start off with the concept of creators Obviously, the guide is called the Buyer's Guide to Creator Marketing. Can you just explain a little bit more exactly what kind of creators are and how they perhaps differ from influencers that people might be a little bit more familiar with? Yeah, absolutely. So we at TikTok, we use the term creator. And I think it's kind of really important to start with anyone can be a creator on TikTok. But we say our creators are, are really focused in creating original video, music or, or other amazing content, but in their own style. So they really focus on being themselves. And this really resonates with their audience and then builds that community around them. They've got such engaged communities and then that community interaction is incredibly important to being a successful creator. I think overall, though, kind of looking at the difference would be that resonance and realness that we've already touched upon because we are a content-led platform. So it's all about creating content that matters rather than how many followers, etc. that I think, you know, you always think about elsewhere. And it really means that our creators kind of always have to be focused on creating great content to keep that engaged audience. Yeah. Okay, great. And, you know, we've sort of talked a little bit about obviously the value of creators and things and, and how brands might be able to use them. And in the guide, we actually talk about how to select the right creator and the three pillars to finding your perfect fit, which I think were brand building, education and inclusivity. Can you tell us a bit more about this and how the guide kind of helps support brands in finding the right creators to work with? Yeah, absolutely. So the guide itself, I think, really brings to life everything you need to know about working with our creators and all the things that we essentially put into practice every day at TikTok. In terms of the key pillars, we've broken these down to help brands identify what kind of creator they should be looking for, for their kind of varying needs. The pillars themselves, they focus on breaking down the need for each different type of creator. So kind of looking at that more brand building, looking at those instantly recognizable faces, those well-known personalities and celebrities to really help start a conversation and be at the forefront of the culture. Those creators who kind of help to drive the education of your brand are more mid-tier creators who can really expertly steer conversations on products or brands and have that real deeply engaged community. 
And then, of course, within inclusivity, looking to work with our more emerging creators who are the real consumers. They can kind of talk to people at a peer level and really drive the overall trust and value within their community. I think it's really important, though, to look at the pillars differently for each brand and understand that the journey will be very different for everyone. So you might build up from working with our more emerging creators under the inclusivity pillar and then maybe begin to work with our more mid-tier creators from the educational pillar and maybe then even work up to collaborating with one of those brand building creators, a real recognizable face to kind of drive your brand. Or you may start with a splash focused on that brand building. And then as you become more assimilated into the community, you can then look to kind of work back with more emerging and authentic voices. Overall, a combination is always going to be recommended. So whether that's in one campaign or over a kind of a longer brand building journey. But yeah, I think the guide kind of really helps to break this down and to help you understand who's going to be right for you to look to work with and how. Yeah, because as you say, everyone's going to have slightly different approach to what they're trying to achieve. So it's good that the guide's there to break that down fully for everyone. So whilst we're talking about the guide, we really should talk about the role of responsibility and transparency. So as you know, with any marketing campaign, brands need to be able to ensure their content is in line with relevant industry rules and regulations. I know this kind of is touched upon in the guide, but can you expand on how brands can ensure this on TikTok at all? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's incredibly important to remember both responsibility and transparency whilst working on TikTok. And I think one of the biggest is, of course, ensuring disclosure in any partnership that you're working on with creators. So ensuring that they are letting their followers know that this is a paid partnership and using the correct local market disclosure. So obviously in the UK, hashtag ad. But it's also really, really important, I think, to ensure that the creators you're working with are credited for their work. So ensuring you're tagging them, crediting them, etc. I think it's really important that responsibility really works both ways between both creator and brand. Yeah, definitely makes complete sense. And obviously, there's a lot of things that are covered in this guide. And, you know, we could probably talk for hours about the content that's there because there's so much great content in the guide. But just for our listeners, are you able to give not the top one, but the top two things that we want people reading the guide to take away with them. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that overall creators are a fantastic way to engage with our community, but driving that deep engagement will come from ensuring that you're working with them in the right way, in the TikTok way. And I think also, you know, the other thing is everyone can work with creators. They are such an incredible way to ensure that you can make TikToks, not ads. And they're right there at your fingertips. You know, everybody has the ability to be a creator, but also to work with them. Great. And yeah, so for anyone that is interested in downloading this guide and finding out a lot more about some of the things that we've just covered here, we'll obviously make sure that we share a link in the podcast description. But you can actually also head over to tiktok.com forward slash business and get your free copy from the website there. So just before we sort of wrap up with some of the things that we're talking about today, I thought it'd be quite nice to touch upon like sort of the future of creator marketing and sort of your plans at TikTok, because we've already spoken a little bit about how much it's evolved in the last 12 months or so. So it'd be quite nice to hear a bit more about some of the current initiatives you're perhaps working on and how they're being driven into the future. Is there anything you're currently working on that will sort of help support brands in the future, do you think? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, what's really exciting about working at TikTok is that we're always evolving every single day, even there's change and there's change coming to help kind of support our brands and our creators in the future. So I think definitely there is a lot of exciting things coming this coming year. Even I know we're working on some collaborations with advertising organizations um, to kind of help to educate and inform creators. So they're kind of fully aware of their responsibilities and also kind of give that confidence to brands that creators that they work with are kind of fully knowledgeable. But yeah, there's lots of things coming. It will obviously be another exciting year for us to watch this space. Great. Well, we'll have to check in in another 12 months time and just see what's happened (laughs) in that space of time. So obviously we've touched a lot about creator marketing in this conversation and it's in Europe, it's a particularly sort of relatively nascent market. How do you think it will evolve and grow over the sort of next six to 12 months? We've kind of just mentioned and beyond that even. (laughs) Honestly, I think that is, this is one of the hardest questions of all. (laughs) I think just from the last 12 months, and actually I think even from the last few years, things have changed and grown so exponentially, it's hard to estimate where we'll be in another 12. I think we'll continue to see this trend of more real and authentic content. We'll continue to see the creator ecosystem grow. And I think we'll see a lot more focus on emerging creators and their ability to impact communities in such a different way. I think as well, creators kind of interaction with brands will also continue to evolve. I think, you know, we're already starting to see a shift of communities throwing their support behind brands who are supporting creators. And I can only see that continuing. I think we're moving away from that time, even a few years ago, when disclosing a partnership perhaps wasn't always clear. And there was something that was maybe a little bit hidden. But now creators are so proud to be saying that they're working with brands and their communities are really throwing their support behind those partnerships as well. So the evolution of transparency is is an exciting and also a necessary one. Yeah, definitely. And like you say, it, it kind of works both ways. So it kind of benefits both the creators and the brands. And it is like a, a nice or sort of transparent way to see it kind of growing and evolving. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah, absolutely. We need to watch this space for creator marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> Well, so obviously we sort of started the podcast with something a little bit fun. So I thought it'd be quite fun just to round off this podcast with a kind of a quick fire round just to get your sort of first initial thoughts on a couple of questions that we put together. So if you're ready for it, I've just got three questions for you to finish off the podcast with. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So obviously we spent quite a bit of time today talking about creators, but who is your favorite creator on TikTok at the moment? Oh, I thought the last question was going to be the toughest one. Um, this is obviously definitely incredibly tough, but I, I've already spoken, I think, about my love for Victoria Paris, her New York style I'm really living for. But I think one of my kind of favourite, more emerging creators is a UK creator called Christopher Hall, who his sketches are so simple but hilarious. He does a, an amazing series about the millennial living at home with their parents. Even my mum sends them to me. They're that accurate. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> That's great. I've got to check out Christopher too. <laughs> yeah. So next time I'm falling down the rabbit hole of scrolling through TikTok, I'll make sure I give them a good search. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they'll come up on your For You page. But yeah, if not, go and check them out 100%. Amazing. And, you know, we've obviously talked about TikTok being all about creators, but TikTok, of course, is also all about music. So, What's your go-to playlist? 
So I'm notoriously not allowed to be let loose on any aux cables and my music <laughs> taste has been quite a hotly disputed topic. But honestly, I think my go-to focusing on the three J's, the Jonas Brothers, Justin Bieber, and just whatever is trending on TikTok. Amazing. Um, <laughs> I love that. In fact, you know what? I think some of those guilty pleasures would definitely be on my playlists as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the Spotify TikTok playlist I think it definitely as well one of my favorite I, I really get bored to listening to the same music all the time I just love that it's so it's changes all the time it's something always new brilliant so you never know what's coming next yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay and then just finally before I let you go so obviously we sort of mentioned at the beginning we're starting to come out of lockdown and we're allowed to go to the pub again and all these exciting things which feel so nice to be able to do but where is the first place that you want to visit when we're actually able to properly travel again I think probably like the rest of the world, I've definitely been dreaming of being beside a pool with a cocktail in hand, flipping through some trashy magazines, ideally in Greece. But honestly, at this point, I can't say I'm fussy. Yes, just let us go anywhere, please. <laughs> anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Hot. I'll take anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere hot with a nice pool. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Flora. This has been really interesting. I've learned quite a lot more about creator marketing than I knew before. So thank you so much for taking the time to go through this with us and as we did mention the guide is available on tiktok's for business website so please do go and check it out and as i said we will pop it in the show notes as well for everyone to have a read but flora thank you for joining us thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure bye take care bye thank you for tuning in we'll be back with a new episode very soon so be sure to subscribe and tell anyone else who might be interested to listen in too for more information on IEB Europe, you can visit our website at www.ieb-europe.eu or contact us via at IEB Europe on Twitter. Thanks for listening and stay safe.